What's going on, everybody? Codis with the Old Christian Podcast. Um, today we're with Jared, obviously. You know, hello. What up? Howdy. So, um, what? Oh, Just say howdy. Howdy. So today we're. So I read a book. Okay, I read a book. It's called Gods at War by Kyle Eidelman. Which is weird because the book's about idols, and, and I always thought that was funny. But it was an amazing book. Like, honestly, if you guys have the chance to read this book, I highly encourage you to read it. Like, it was so knowledgeable and so good. Uh, but it pretty much talks about idols and how we make everyday thing things are idols. Or stuff that wasn't intended to be bad, we make them idols. So, a lot of the time, when we think of idols, we think of the golden calf. We think of, um, you know, other gods or whatever. But the thing is, the thing is... Your work could be your idol. Your money could be your idol. Your entertainment could be your idol. Your video games, your food, all of that can be your idol. So uh, a quick little, a few examples. Um, so there is an idol of food, sex, entertainment, succession, money, achievement, romance, family, and the god of me. Um, mm. There's a lot of good things there, like a lot of good things. So for, let's kind of go through them a little bit. But the idol of food. So first off, I do want to give an example of a thing he gave. So a lot of idols or a lot of problems in our life, they stream from other things. So first off, uh, think of a stream, Jared. Think if you're walking down a stream, okay, you know, it's a beautiful stream. Look at that. But you see a water bottle go down, you kind of just let it go. But you eventually get to the end of the stream and you see all that buildup. And you're like, wow, this is a nasty stream. What happened? So you follow the stream all the way back up. At the very top, you see a landfill or something. What I'm saying there is a lot of the stuff you're dealing with now or the idols you accidentally make stream from something from before. They don't just happen. They come from something. Um, that that was a cool example there. Like always, if you if you want to know the root to your problem, the root to your sin, go upstream and figure out what it is. Um, for example, like say you're struggling with uh, uh, anger or whatever. Or no, let's go with, let's go with depression. You're struggling with depression. No, I don't know. What's something with pride? Everything's technically pride. I'm trying to think of an easy way to go up the stream to pride. Um, angry. Say you're angry. Okay. And you're like, oh, why am I getting so angry all the time? Well, go up the hill. You're angry because people are making fun of your car. People are making fun of your house. Well, why are you mad? Because you're prideful. Why are you prideful? I mean, you can keep going up in there. That's kind of the analogy. Like, you find one thing, you can keep going up to figure out why. But anyway, let's talk about how things can be idols. Um, first off, the idol of food. Okay? So, God... So, for example... The uh, first few, sex, entertainment, and food. Obviously, God made those, and they weren't intended to be bad, but we can make these good things bad. Um, so food. How do we, how, your, your idol is food. What does that mean? Well, you're just eating willy-nilly, you know, the gluttony thing. Gluttony is a sin that not many people talk about, and that's like taking more than you need. So, like, obviously, I'm a man that likes chicken McNuggets. I will smunch on those all day long. But that doesn't mean I need to be eating those every single day. Like, you know, your body is a temple. You got to take care of that. So, like, think about this. So, Jared, you gave me the keys to your house. You're going on vacation for a week. I'm going to watch your house, okay? You come back and everything's gone. You know, this place is demolished. There's graffiti everywhere. You're not going to be too happy. So, think about it like this. So, God gave us this body. Okay, we're going to use it while we're here on earth, but we go back up there and we completely demolish this body. You know, not very nice. We got to take care 
of what we're kind of given, if you know what I mean. Is that, mm. is that like a good analogy there? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Okay. And that, that reminds me of the parable of the talents, and I'm not going to go through the whole spiel, but essentially the master gave three different people uh, differing amounts of talents based off, off of their own abilities. And so talents would just say money instead, just to make it more current. And so one person got five dollars one person got two dollars one person got one dollar and and the, the servants that were given the five dollars and the two dollars they did well with it they doubled their money the servant that was given one dollar they were scared they buried it and uh, when the master returned he said hey what'd you do with my money long story short the other people doubled, doubled their money but the one guy dug a hole pulled it out it's like here you go and so we have to do well with what we're given um, and I think it, it ties in with what you're talking about, Codis. Um, and you know, it, it's funny. My dad has always taught me regarding idols. He would always say, show me your bank statement and I'll show you where your idols are because you put your money wherever you, you're worshiping. And so I'll take it one step further and I'll say that that's one avenue of where we can determine our idols. I but I also think, yeah, I also think that we can look at our screen time um, on our phones. Mm-hmm. Where's our screen time? And then uh, I think that like you mentioned gluttony and how – that's something that we don't really talk about as an idol in America because we all we're all convicted of it, yeah. you know. And so that's why we don't talk about it is because we're all guilty of it. It's a hard and one so, too because of chicken McNuggets and stuff. Like bad food is so good, but I mean, mm. so is sin. Ooh, it tastes good, but it's not good for you. Ooh, hold up, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, shoot that arrow. That's solid. That's that a was, good truth was, right there. That was just straight. That was good. Um. And so I think that similarly, you said that pride, right? Write that down, write that down, write that down. Uh, I think that you said that pride is the root of all sin. I I do agree with that, and I think most of the theologians agree with that as well. Um, And no matter what sin you you look at, uh, I I think of Galatians chapter 5, and I'm going to try to flip to it if I have – if I can do it quick enough. But in Galatians chapter 5, it talks about – I call them fruits of the flesh, um, but I guess they'd be more accurately described as sins of the flesh. But that's – just anyways – so in Galatians chapter 5, I'm going to read it in two seconds. One, if I can flip, two. And this is what it says. It says, For the flesh sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against its flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. Um, and it says, Now these, this is verse 19, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, like we're talking about. Sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissension, factions, envying. Anyways, um, next one's drunkenness. Let's look at that. Drunkenness as a sin. So we're making the claim that pride is the root of all sin. So drunkenness. And so how is drunkenness a sin or how does it lead to pride? Well, let's look at it. Let's just use this example. of If somebody gets drunk, most of the time it's because they're trying to hide something, trying to make themselves feel better, that sort of thing, right? Like they're trying to have a good time, so they get drunk. doesn't make a whole lot of logical sense, but you know what? That's how life is. So if that's the case, if you're getting drunk because that's what you want to do, essentially, I guess that's what it boils down to every single time. It's what you want to do. You chose to get drunk for whatever reasons that you have. And so out of that, if somebody gets drunk because they want to, it's because they want to. Why do they want to? Because it's a selfish desire, and I can't speak selfish desire. And so, if you're having, if you're if you're struggling with the sin of selfishness, then what does that boil down to? Well, you, you think about it, and and so I think that selfishness uh, can be pointed towards pride. But I think that it, what's interesting is is I think that pride can be simplified down to selfishness. But I think it's like a recurring cycle, and that selfishness leads to pride, and pride leads to selfishness. Anyways. Um, 
But yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. And I forgot where I was going with all of that, but uh, oh, that's where. So you talk about the idol of self or the idol of me, as the, as that author describes. And I think that the idol of me is what is really the biggest idol in the United States. Uh, it's all about, hey, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Or, hey, I'm going to do what's best for me. Um, and I'm going to go to college because I think that's best for me and what I want. And, oh, or another, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? What do you want for yourself? Uh, what's, what's, what do you want? Uh, do you want money? Do you want fame? Do you want family? What do you want? It's all about you, 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 you in this society. And that is the idol of me. And we all do it. So, anyways, that's my yeah. little rant. I like it. I like it. So, we're going to move on to the other idols now. So, this one. A lot of people, this is this is kind of falling into the gluttony. And people don't like to talk about it because it's mm. evident. But the god of sex. Okay. Mm. That can go a lot of different ways here. But I'm no, no, no. We're, we're skipping that. We're skipping that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are? Oh, wait. No, no I can't. Okay, never mind. Kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Little, little slow here. But, no. Like, that's obviously something for marriage. But now, and now culture, everyone, even in school, they're like, did you hear they and they did this or whatever? Or like, you know, have you done this yet? Or like, yeah, that's all it is. Like that, that gives you the, the status. It gives you like, oh, you're cool. Cause you've done this or, oh, you're not cool. Cause you haven't done this. And it, it's, it's a good thing that became bad. Like God made it a good thing. God made it. So it's a good thing, but people have used it for bad. Which you'll see mm. with a lot of the stuff here, I guess the next one too. But something that was meant for pure good and pure holiness is something that's bad now. Like, it's just, it's crazy and it's everywhere now. That's all the culture is, is that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. It seems like that is the most common thing. And that's the most common trap for Christians too. So yeah. I think that's just, yeah. Yeah, and I, we definitely do idolize sex. And I know for the longest time in my life, I idolized sex to the point that I wanted to get married for the sex. And, you know, this was before we like high school and stuff. But um, and so our society has like you turn on the TV, and what's it about these days? Everything on TV is about like it has sex scenes in it. It just does. And honestly, I'm gonna interrupt real quick so I don't yeah. forget this. But Christian TikTok people are like, "Ooh, first day after the honeymoon," you know, or or stuff like that, like. That ideal is creeping into everything. Like it is. all people are, oh, I want to get married so I can, you know, do this. But if that's the reason you're getting married, you got it all wrong. Like right. that's just like a byproduct. I don't want to say right. byproduct, but it kind of that's a good word, right? Yeah, product. yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to add this um, because we're on the topic of, of sex, but um, your sexual sin is not resolved by getting married. Just want to let y'all know this. So, just saying, if you think that uh, if you struggle with sexual sin now, and you think, "Oh, when I get married, it'll be fixed," I don't, I don't have to worry about that. False. That quit lying to yourself. That is a lie straight from the devil. You will have to still conquer that. And in fact, until you do, you will struggle in your relationship with your spouse. So, uh, another point I want to make about sin is that oftentimes it affects other people. So if you're struggling with your own sexual sin, it will affect your spouse. And so I, I made an analogy the other day. I was on TikTok. I thought it was hilarious, but it's very true, okay? And sin is a lot like herpes. It often hurts you and affects others. It really does. It hurts you and it affects others every single time. Sin does. And so people ask a question. Yeah, no facts. And, and, and people ask, like, well, why does one man's sin uh, contaminate all of humanity? 
because sin is like herpes. It attacks everybody. You know what I mean? And so if you look at fun wildfire. fact about herpes, yeah, it, it is. It spreads like a wildfire too. And uh, fun fact, I think it's in the United States, maybe the worldwide, like 80% of the population has herpes. Um, actually? So, actually, yeah, Google it. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think it's 88%. But well, yeah, I was, I was, are they counting like that kind or like the... All kinds. So it would be oral, genital. Yeah, it, all kinds. I'm good, buddy. Uh, go. Woo! Yeah, I'm, you know, anyways, I'm pretty sure, like, we all, we, like, I had cold sores when I was a kid, so I probably have some sort of, like, herpes in the, anyways. What now? I never got them. Really? Go, go you. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google this real quick. What percentage of herpes in America? Uh, of people have herpes. Okay, anyways, getting off topic here. Everybody, I hope you missed us. Um, we're talking about herpes. Okay, so genital herpes, only like 12%. Um, oh, hold on. I, I know I've seen this statistic somewhere. Anyways, that's let's that's just... Because cold sores are so common. I remember in school, like, everybody was getting them. And I was terrified because like, yeah. they scared me. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Okay. Johns Hopkins, 50 to 80% of U.S. adults have oral herpes. That's a lot. There you, you go. Stop sinning. No, I'm kidding. Right. But no, that's, that's how it is with, with sin because obviously like... I think that uh, I've got to go back to the camera here. Um, I think that sin. What am I trying to say? No, not sin. Sex. That's the word. Oh, yeah. So, so sex was obviously created for in the context of marriage, and it was very good, right? God created the uh, marital relationship. Said it's good, and so um, sex is inherently good. But it's when we abuse sex it's just like water you drink too much water it's bad for you right so i think that sex is the same way when we do it outside of what's prescribed for us it becomes bad like same with medicine if we take a, a pill that is prescribed to us it can be good it can benefit us it can help our, our health issues but as soon as we take more than is prescribed or we take it outside of the context that it's originally intended that's when it begins to harm right <laughs> well um it, it definitely does begin to harm and i think sex is the same way and i think that uh, as humanity has progressed, we've regressed in, in sin, and so we've used sex outside of the context it's originally intended for, and so out of as a result of that, it has harmed us, and now we have herpes, we have gonorrhea, we have syphilis, we have all these things. Anyways, very off-topic from what we're supposed to be talking about, so Codus, continue talking anyway, about idols. <laughs> the next one, God of Entertainment. Oh, buddy. Mm, this one, right. like, Jared... Be honest. How many times have you said, all right, I'm going to go to bed, and then you just scroll on TikTok for hours? All the time. Exactly. All like, the time. The God of entertainment, that's how this world functions. We have technology mm -hmm. now. And, like, just for us humans, okay, some of you are older. Some of you, I'm going to be touching toes here, and I feel like I'm going to have to hear about this in a few days because I know people are going to listen to this. So I'm not calling you out. I know. Anyway, they know. Some of us didn't have internet when we were, you know, younger. But just try to imagine this. You guys still had TVs and radios. But imagine a world where there was no internet, no TV, no nothing. Like, Jared, if you didn't have – if you had free time, what would you do? Like – I'd read. Hey, okay. Well, you're boring. Most people would be like, I don't know what I'd do. I, I, I you know, I, I didn't have any video games. I don't know what I'd do. Like, when I think of, like, what would I do, I, I, I'm lost. Cause like I have TikTok right now, I have my games, I have YouTube, t like I have all these things now in my generation. Like we don't know what we would do without all that mm. stuff. Like right. we we as humans now want 
gratification now. That's why we like TikTok. We can scroll, 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 scroll. We can do that stuff now. So like a lot of the time too is this affects our Bible. This affects our relationship with God. Mm. We're like, okay, one more TikTok, one more game before I go read my Bible and you just get stuck in that loop. And eventually you don't go and read your Bible or you don't, you eventually get too tired that you just go to bed and don't even, don't even pray. Like social media, games, TikTok, like this is self-conviction right here. So don't think I'm calling everyone out. I'm calling myself out. But like the God of entertainment is the biggest i feel like it's like the the second biggest because technically you know but the god of entertainment is like a big hitter any Mm. thoughts j-rod yeah imagine what happens when you connect the god of entertainment with another god what i'm I'm thinking of uh you know the saying sex sales you're combining two there's a saying sex sales so that and like it's it's a not a christian saying of course but clearly um, and Right, so and like in uh, TV, they'll they'll show like sexy models, or they'll show, right because sex sells. They'll allude to this idea because they're con- they're con- joining two different gods together: the the god of entertainment, like you're talking about, and the god of sex. And if you're trying to reach a certain demographic, you're hitting it. You're getting two different demographics actually, actually. Yeah. and so you're kind of increasing your your margins there in terms of of, of marketing. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, you're absolutely right. Yeah, god of entertainment. It's it's something that sucks us all in, and it goes back to. Um, what I said about how you can determine what your God is, is I said you can look at your screen time on your phone. I think cause everything we do is on our phone these days. I, I think, yeah. And so now I'm not saying that you should, you know, you should have two hours of reading your Bible on your phone or anything like that. Um, but I mean, if you're spending six hours a day on TikTok, maybe you're making it a God. Yeah, you know a lot I mean? of people are like, I don't have time to read my Bible. I don't have time to do this Christian stuff. But if you look at their phone, they're on TikTok 24 seven. Like, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? You got yeah. time. You just don't want to do it. Because, like, it seems like we've made going on social media a chore. Like, Mm. we can't do, like, we can't go a day without it. Like, we Mm -hmm. have separate times in our morning. We have separate times and throughout the day of when can I check my phone. Right. I just kind of noticed that now. Like, when you wake up, what's the first thing you do? You usually check your phone. Before bed, what do you do? You check your phone. Mm -hmm. Check your phone. Like, it's a chore at this point. True. It's just... Mm crazy you know that reminds me so i'm not gonna list the guy's name but he's on tiktok and uh he's been on tiktok a while but anyways as soon as he was able to go live he started going live awesome right we all we're all excited about that um so now he is live 16 out of the 20 hours of the day every single day pretty much this is just a, a guessment maybe an exaggeration but he's live every single day and he he has a family and stuff like that and um anyways I, he has made, and this is just my opinion, and I, I, I've, I've, I've seen people confront him about it. Maybe I, I should confront him about it, but I think that he's making a this. I'm only using this for example, not as like a condemnation kind of thing. But uh, like him, I think we also a lot of people will use TikTok and idolize it. And so, but anyways, I, I, it's all about time spent, you know. And and here's what's sad about our idols is the more time that we spend with our idols, the less time that we have with godly things. So for example, this individual, this is what I would imagine. Okay, you know what? Let me, I'll talk about me. So back when we were in the first few months of starting this, CODIS, I remember I was t- I would tell you about this. So CODIS and I would spend probably, I don't know, 10, 15 hours a week on podcasts and, and live and TikTok and just, you know, 
all of it. And my relationship with my wife was, yeah, he said, oh, yeah, because I would spend so much time. So I loved that, but then I'm like, oh, that's why we had. Yeah, Yeah, because I spent so much time with this that my uh, quality time with my wife was dramatically decreased. And so, of course, our relationship felt the effects of that. Why? Because we are at, I can't say we, I had placed an idol of that. And, and so that, of course, negatively affect my relationship with my wife. And so um, what you invest in matters, whether it's sin or whether it's godliness. So choose wisely. Anyways, yeah. just a thought. It's going to be a long episode, I can tell, because we got like six more. Oh, all right. Let's su- let's but summarize it then. The next three are going to be pretty quick. And then the last three are something we can kind of talk about for a while. But the God of success. <clears throat> we live in America. We're able to make businesses. We're able to succeed. And that's all people chase now. People want to succeed. People want to be the next big thing. They want to be, you know. So the next three, I'm going to actually tie the next three in together. Success, money, and achievement. That, yeah. like, that's evident. Like, I'm talking to a buddy. He's like, yeah, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to do all this. I'm going to do that and that mm-hmm. and that. That's pride. Like, yeah. that's straight and up pride. I'm going to do I, all I, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do, like, pride. I think that also is could be, like, grouped in with the idol of self there as well. Mm-hmm. That's that's the God of me that yeah yeah, mm-hmm. but so many times people want success people idolize money like oh money here we go people are gonna be like oh I can't pay my bills I can't pay for rent I can't do all this stuff you're not in control stop trying to think you're in control God's in control God's gonna fulfill your needs it says that He's gonna fulfill your needs maybe it's not your wants you know maybe you're not gonna get what you want but you're gonna get what you need God's yeah. gonna take care of you so. You know, it's kind of like the tithing thing. That's kind of the only place in the Bible I can think of where God says actually test him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about your money. Like, pff, money is poop. God's going to protect you. Money ain't going to protect right. you. Next thing, achievement. People always want achievement. Like, oh, you know, I I did this. I did that. You know, kind of, we already talked about that. So now the last three. Um, the God of romance. This is a big one. Like, Christian TikTok. Mm. Especially like, oh, I can't wait to get that Christian wife. Can't wait to, you know, everyone wants a relationship, but they never want the relationship with God, it seems like. Like, they always chase a relationship, but, like, they put that over God. They're like, oh, mm. I want to get this and this and this and this, and, you know, I want to spend time with God. Like, oh, God, I want, right. a, I want, a, I want a Christian girlfriend, you know, and, and I, want, I want a relationship with you. It, it just, you know, it's kind of what it looks like. Everyone wants a relationship. They want this, 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 that. But it seems like they just kind of lack the relationship with god mm. and that's my relation that's my the god of love everybody wants relationships and romance and mm. that. uh the next one is family uh, i can't remember what this one was about uh obviously it was the it's god not that important it, it wasn't really that memorable the rest were pretty good <laughs> this one was kind of boring uh but the kind of family is pretty much like you know everybody wants a family everybody wants to do all these things um this one can kind of tie in with a lot of like the money and stuff like, oh, I need a good job so I can pay for my family. I, I need to get my kids, you know, a brand new car. I need to, you know, do all this stuff for my family. Yeah, that's not, you know, it's, it's good that you're not thinking about just yourself, but you still got to focus that God's going to supply your needs. You know, like I get you have a family, you know, you got to take care of them because you're the man and everything or woman. I don't know who's listening, but uh, trust in God. Don't trust in your family. Don't trust in yourself. Trust in God because he will lay your path straight. Anyway, the God of mm. me, that's obvious. You shut up. Let God take control. I can't remember where it is, 
But uh, I think it might be a psalm. Maybe it's probably a proverb. But it says, shut up so I can work. Like, that's a yes. Book. It's like, shut up. Yep. Or yep. whatever link, whatever translation. But be quiet so that I can work. So shut yeah. up so God can work. Okay, stop <laughs> focusing on yourself. Okay? Yep. You're stupid. Anyway, not really. But there's the idols. So food, sex, mm-hmm. entertainment, succession, money, achievement, romance, family, love. Idols are not good. So think about this. Next time, just think of anything. What's one thing you couldn't live without? Boom, that's your idol. There we go. Um, but anything can be an idol. It's just, it's not butter cows. It's not gold. It's not, it's not always all that stuff. It's your job. Like, mm. oh, if I don't have this job, I can't do all this stuff. If I don't get this promotion, I can't do all that stuff. Stop idolizing it. Yeah, yeah. you can't do all that stuff, but you know who can? Like, mm. right, like, I'm about to move to Georgia in a month. And I'm stressing, my mom hit me with this not too long ago. But I'm stressing all this stuff. Mom said, Shut up. You're not in control, but he is. Like, you can't make mm. all this stuff happen. Like, you can't make all that happen, but God can make it happen. Yeah. So, don't worry if you can do it. Worry if he can do it. And you know he mm. can do it. So. Absolutely. And my my final thought on this is a good job is good. A good paying job. But, you know, wanting to provide for your family is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wanting to eat good yeah, is good. So. Right, and so I want to make this distinction is just because we're listing these things that can be idols doesn't mean that they are inherently an idol. And so I've, uh, I've used this example before probably on the podcast, but when we look in Exodus, like obviously when we think of idols, like Coda said, we think of golden calves and stuff like that. But when we look at Exodus, when they formed that golden calf, was it the gold itself that was an idol or was it the fact that they worshipped the gold that made it an idol? It was the fact that they worshipped it. So – the, the kicker is, is if you have a good job, great. Nothing is wrong with that inherently. But it's the fact that if you worship the fact that you have a good job, if you worship the money that comes in from it. And so what do I mean by worship? Because obviously you're not bowing down on your knees and uh, praising, oh, thank you, money, for you have saved me. You've given me this. That's not what we're doing, right? So the way that we can modernize the idea of if we're worshiping something or not is if we're putting our time into it, more time into it. And so um, – I guess an example from my life when I try to think of something um, is, okay, here we go. So before I met Coach, before we started the podcast, I, I've told you all this before, but I was working 100 hours a week. I had four or five different jobs, that sort of thing. And yeah, he saved me. Um, and I was idolizing work because I, w- I was – honestly, I was prideful. I was proud in who I was. I was proud of being a man that was able to provide. I was proud of being able to work. And um, I was proud of the title that my jobs gave me. I was proud of the, the respect that I got. I was proud of it all. And so I made an idol out of that, and my pride kept me from letting go of those things. And so it wasn't the fact that I had the job. It wasn't the fact that I worked to provide for my family that made it bad. It was the fact that I regarded it so highly that I wouldn't abandon it for God's will. So... Um, if you're dealing with stuff, if you're, uh, let me ask you this. Would you quit your job right now if God told you to do something? If you say no, you probably, it's probably an idol. If you, uh, if I, if say, I mean, you input anything in there. If, would you pick up from your house right now and move across the world to accomplish God's will? If you say no, then you probably idolize your location. You know what I mean? Like you're idolizing the things that this area gives you. And so if you would not get rid of everything in a heartbeat, it's probably an idol. That's my last thought. I wouldn't give you up, Jared. I'm kidding. You're so sweet. Hearts. I can't heart. So nice. Hearts. 
heart. You're, you're nices. Nices. That's what it is. Um, but I'll, I'll pray or you pray. I'll pray and then I'll let you close it out. All right. Unless, unless you have any other thoughts. No. Okay. All right. Well, um, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity of faith that you've given us. And I just want to thank you, God, for bringing us back together through the podcast. And we've had some time off, and I just want to thank you for giving us this Sabbath, the ability to um, grow closer to you in that time of stillness. And God, I pray for the people that are listening. Maybe they're in that time of stillness, or maybe they're in a time of chaos. God, I pray for those individuals and that they can grow closer to you through them. Uh, God, we see countless times in your word that we should always rely on you. Um, and not on our own understanding, as Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says. And, and so it's in those times of desperation, in those times of joy, and in all these different times, God, that we should focus on you. And God, I pray that we, you help bring us to you, deliver us from those to you. Um, God, thank you for the opportunities that you've given us, and I pray that you continue to guide us, guard us, protect us, and that we accomplish your will in a positive way. In all these things we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And with that being said, I love you. God loves you. Jared loves you. Godspeed.